sing as one for this country we're walking on we stand together to protect this land for the future we're hand in hand welcome to another episode of the environmental as anything podcast we're very fortunate to have Bruce Robertson with us. Uh, Bruce is uh, an economist and uh, LNG gas analyst with the Institute for Energy Economics and Financial Analysis. So Bruce will be giving us the facts and explain why this is not a realistic plan for recovery to uh, go with a gas-led recovery. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Uh, good morning, Meg. How are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. So we, we tried to talk to you last week, didn't we? And Telstra uh, let us down, but uh, we have you at last. So thanks so much for um, hanging in there. <laughs> no problem, no problem. So, not a realistic plan for, uh, for a, um, a stimulus package, for a, a recovery of the, uh, of the economy to go with the... Uh, gas-led recovery that um, Angus Taylor and uh, Nev uh, Power have been pushing for? Yeah, look, it, it's, it's, very, it's a very strange thing to push for at this time, a gas-led recovery, um, purely from an economic point of view, uh, setting aside any environmental concerns anyone may have. Um, it is not... It is not realistic, and the reason it's not realistic is globally, gas and LNG markets are incredibly depressed. You know, we used to see prices up in Asia of, um, you know, uh, around that uh, $20 a gigajoule just back in, you know, a few years ago, and now they're down uh, around $2 a gigajoule. So, wow, that's a huge fall, isn't it? Yeah, it's a massive fall. And at these prices, basically, the gas companies are, are, are losing money. And um, that's the key point to note. Um, you know, the, the, on the east coast of Australia, the CSG to LNG industry hasn't been successful anyway. It's lost $19 billion since wow. 2014. It's a massive amount of capital to, mm. to blow up. And essentially, that's what they've done. But particularly at the moment with the low gas prices, and we're seeing around Australia companies withdraw from investment. So they're, they're not going ahead with their plans as they thought they would. No, that's right. So, I mean, if um, it, do you think this is perhaps behind the, the move by uh, the gas proponents uh, to get the try and encourage some kind of um, um, investment in the in the industry to uh, to rescue it yeah I think it's more just a blatant cash grab really mm. um, it, because it, it's not going to serve the purpose the national COVID committee was actually set up to to come up with ideas to not only manage the crisis but manage the economy after the COVID-19 crisis and mm. get things going again and what they're proposing simply won't achieve that. No. It because you can't achieve that if the industry themselves aren't investing or withdrawing from investing. And, and the best example of this is Shell. Shell owns one of the three plants, is a consortium member that owns one of the three plants 
upper Gladstone, they're looking to sell a substantial chunk of that. Uh-huh. So they're, they're not only not not looking at investing in new projects, these gas companies, but they're actually looking at you know exiting here and there mm. where they can um, out of the industry. So um, capital is flowing out of the LNG and gas industry, not into it. Mm. And you can't expect the industry to turn around in the short term. No. And uh, I guess uh, it's just madness to uh, try and encourage the uh, the government to use taxpayers' money to, to bail them out. Uh, well, it's, it's mm. the old thing, isn't it, Meg? You know, the old saying, um, don't throw good money after bad. Yeah. And um, this is this is a case where, where the government is looking to do that. I mean, gas has not delivered for the Australian community, um, broader community, in terms of taxes. It hasn't delivered. It hasn't delivered in terms of uh, jobs, and it hasn't delivered in terms of uh, cheap gas for mm. Australians. It, 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 Australians pay above global prices for gas. And so, uh, you know, the benefits to our country of exploiting the gas industry um, are very are minimal. Mm, yeah, and uh, sort of uh, the sort of the the gas being touted as a transition fuel is uh, is, is totally um, impractical too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the the thing is, is that you know, if gas was going to be a transition fuel, you'd see gas usage rising in, in the national electricity market. Mm. Whereas gas for gas powered generation since two thousand fourteen has fallen fallen fifty nine percent. And so it's a big fall in the amount mm. of gas we're using for gas powered generation because it's simply not economic to produce power with gas in Australia. The gas is just too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with the Santos uh, project, I think they they haven't uh, actually signed any kind of agreement or anything, have they? No, there, there, there's a fertiliser factory off the back of the Santos um, uh, uh, project um, mm. that, that's, that's uh, being proposed by Perdiman. Perdiman's an interesting company from Western Australia that is, um, has uh, rather... Uh, an interesting pedigree is one way you could put it. Um, <laughs> and uh, the likelihood of that project going ahead is is, is pretty minimal. Um, so that's one of the things the COVID committee is pushing is the Perdiman project at Narrabri. The likelihood of going ahead is pretty minimal because at the moment ammonia prices are at 10-year lows. Gas is extraordinarily expensive everywhere and they won't be able to source cheap gas from Narrabri. Um, because Narrabri has high production costs. So we, we've got a global glut in fertilisers, ammonia-based fertilisers, mm-hmm. and now is not the time to be developing a project like that. No. And, and so, so there's many other projects uh, that we should be funding, I believe, isn't there, which, um, which would be good for our recovery? Well, there are a lot. Of, I, I think it's the old thing. You you want to concentrate on on industries where you've you know got a proven natural advantage. And if you look and and are globally competitive, and if you look, Australia has a lot of those industries. We we have a lot of things that we're good at. They might only be small niches, but a good example is medical technology. You know, we've got 
two global leading companies in ResMed and Cochlear, uh, one that produces those CPAP machines for sleep apnea and, and the other produces hearing hearing aids and um, uh, for profoundly deaf people. Mm. Um, and, and um, you know, both of them are world-leading world companies and yet they don't figure in the COVID roadmap for recovery. Um, you know, the... You know, we've got an agricultural industry that, you know, holds its own on global export markets. There's not much about agriculture in, in, in that. Um, tourism is another industry that's been hit very hard by COVID and obviously will need, need a bit of help coming out of COVID to make sure it survives and prospers um, going forward. Um, and yet there doesn't seem to be much emphasis on that. So there are a lot of industries out there where this commission could have concentrated on that, that hold out better prospects mm. for employment and better pros- prospects for economic growth going forward. Um, yet, yet all they seem to see is gas. Yes, which I suppose isn't so surprising when uh, Morrison's uh, department is, uh, has surrounded himself with uh, people from the... Um, uh, the um, uh, Minerals Council and uh, gas proponents. Yeah, look, certainly um, it seems that um, the COVID Commission is stacked with with gas executives um, and it seems that, you know, it's the old saying, you know, um, give a carpenter a hammer and all he'll see is a nail. And um, <laughs> these men and women, um, all they're seeing is the gas industry. They're not seeing yeah. any other things out there that, that um, really are, are much better prospects and yeah, are much, much yeah. more likely to, to deliver what the nation needs coming out of out of COVID nineteen, mm, like supporting and enhancing our universities. Uh. Exactly, you know, mm, um, mm. you know, we shouldn't be abandoning our universities at this time. It's them that have given us a lot of our great export industries. Um, and, you know, we, we should be actually supporting our universities and making sure that the right research is being done to support the industries where we have proven proven abilities in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks so much, Bruce, for that. Uh, just uh, it's it struck me at the time that uh, this wasn't a, re- a realistic plan for recovery, but it's so disturbing to see... Um, uh, this almost, uh, well, propaganda for sure, but uh, um, it's like the emperor's new clothes, isn't it? They, they they keep insisting that something is the case when it clearly isn't, and uh, it uh, it must be very frustrating for you being um, in that uh, um, field of analysis and uh, economy. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it certainly is an interesting time we live in at the moment. Um, <laughs> we've just got to hope that um, some sanity prevails. Yes, indeed. Yes, let's hope so. And uh, with that, thank you so much once again. Really appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, we'll uh, look forward to talking with you soon and hopefully with some better news. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you, Bruce. Bye-bye. Let's walk gently 
on the hallowed ground at Bentley. Let's stand arm in arm for our neighbor's farm. Advance Australia fair. Change to come, for a change to come, a future for everyone. Future for everyone. Yes, we walk gently, we walk gently on the hallowed ground at Bentley. On the hallowed ground at Bentley. Yes, we shared our peace. Yes, we shared our peace. The New South Wales police. Looking for the courage to face the hard facts about our environmental crises? Do you want honest reporting on the global solutions that are at our fingertips? Would you like to know what simple, effective local actions you can take to make a positive difference to the state of the world today? Tune in to Environmental as Anything on 92.9 River FM every Saturday from 2 to 5 for all the news, interviews and analysis you need to make the future you want. For the future, we're hand 